Yo, 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 you're listening to We Got Next SF, the radio show where we talk all sports of all kind. I'm your host, AJ, here with a special guest. I'm Jason Hernandez. I'm a reporter for the Golden Gate Express. Say that. Say that. What's the last name again? Hernandez. Hernandez. Jason Hernandez. So, Jason Hernandez is another is a journalism student, correct? Yes, I am. I'm a reporter for the Golden Gate Express this semester, uh, writing stories, school newspaper. Wow, okay. So, do you cover any sports, uh, any sports teams for this uh, the school year? Uh, that's not my beat. My beat is uh, student life and, rec- and recreation. Oh, okay. Uh, we do have a guy on the staff that um, that just like covers that. That's his like you know that's his beat for the semester. And, okay. Uh, that was actually the friend that I was gonna bring bring over, but uh, you know he's a, a little sick today. So. Oh dang. Okay. Yeah. So we'll try to get him in a, in a earlier show or in a later sure. show. But yeah. So you're part of the journalism. You're part of the uh, Golden Gate Express. What teams do you root for in the Bay Area? Or where are you from? First of all. Uh, I'm from San Bruno, California, um, about 10 minutes away from here, 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. give or take, and I am a lifelong Raider fan. Raiders. Hell yeah, man. And I'd say Oakland Athletics, too. Pretty yeah. much an uh, Oakland sports fan. Used to live there, you know, when I was a kid, so that's what I root for. That's what I like to hear. I'm also a Raider fan, so I, I, I like to bring Raider fans on so we can do a deep dive, and they're not doing too good this season, but... If you're listening to this live, you, um, we have two online listeners. So if you if you want to join us and conversate with us, you join the Jot Chat. Um, I'll be looking at it throughout the show and just seeing if you guys say anything. But shows will be recorded and uploaded live on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Spotify. So check out all uh, check out social medias for updates on that. Um, shows will be live every Fridays from 9:30 to 11:30 a.m. So catch us on KSFS. Let's start with the Raiders because Raiders have been not good, man. Not good at all. Not good at all. So, man. um, yeah, let's begin with the Raiders. Man, we should start like. Yes, sir. That's John Ferry Fasada, uh, John Fasada, legendary uh, narrator for NFL. Um, so Pittsburgh Steelers, Las Vegas Raiders, twenty-three to eighteen loss in that game. Jimmy Garoppolo completed twenty-eight passes on forty-four attempts, three hundred and twenty-four yards, two touchdowns. But guess what? Three inter uh, three interceptions. Mm-hmm. On the on the other side, Kenny Pickett had completed sixteen of twenty-eight, two thirty-five with two touchdowns. Pretty pretty good game for him. Uh, we had Josh Jacobs with 17 carries, 62 yards. He he, he slowly rose. He slowly rose. Uh, Devontae had a big game, 13 mm-hmm. catches, 172, two t- two touchdowns. Let me hear your your thoughts of the game, overall reaction of just watching it. Man, it was. I feel like it was just carbon copy of of last year and kind of what we've been seeing this whole year. You know, 
Yeah. You know, first drive will be, you know, real strong. We'll look like real competent. And I'm pretty sure we scored on the first drive. Um, when we went for it on fourth and one, we did a little trick play. Uh, Jimmy got the ball to Adams and he kind of, you know, rolled into the end zone. And from there, I thought, you know, okay, you know, we're looking good. And then, you know, we give up like a 70-yard touchdown to, uh, I think, his name's Austin on the Steelers, a uh, rookie. Mm-hmm. Just completely cooked Marcus Peters. And from there, it was just like, all right, it's going to be, you know, another one of these games. And as the game went on, you know, Jimmy threw his first pick, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I say the defender made a good play on, on his first pick. But the second one, I think the score was 16-7 to seven at the time. And we were driving downfield. We were near midfield. You know, we were actually, we were starting to drive. We were starting to build something good. And... Mm-hmm. It was just a it was just a dumb play. Um, he sh- I think he was trying to throw it out, but I don't know what he saw throwing it to double coverage, trying to get it to Jacoby Myers. Yeah. And man, from there it was just like, man, the Steelers just just killed us, you know. And like you said, Kenny Pickett had a strong game, and Kenny Pickett's a guy who you know struggled his first game against San Francisco. Yeah, he did. And. He also didn't look too good in the second game of the season against the Browns, and he goes against the Raiders, and, you know, I think that was his first game in the NFL where he had multiple touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that says more about the Raiders than it does, you know, Kenny Pickett and, you know, Matt Canada had, you know, like a good game. And Matt Canada and, you know, the Steelers' offense, you know, they've been known for, you know, not, you know, being, you know, good. that They'd always stall, you know, and their defense, you know, who has T.J. Watt, you know, um, Highsmith or Hightower, I'm forgetting his name, but... Micah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, those guys would always bail him out. And, you know, in this game, I think we gave up maybe four sacks. And the score eventually got to 23-7. to And from there, you know, it was just... It was just them playing prevent defense, you know, running the clock out. And, you know, that's what happened. Two things I noticed a lot from from... Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. he likes to throw. He likes to he likes to sacrifice his wide receivers, mm-hmm. throwing into double coverage, throwing it in the middle, and he's risky. He throws it like those. He there was a couple. How many times did he throw it in, uh, in the middle? And it, it it almost was picks. I feel like his decision making was questionable today. He's not gonna have a defense to help him. And Kenny Pickett had a good game. It's just horrible, horrible, horrible game overall. First drive, first play, first couple series. Raiders Raiders do good. You, you start to believe. It's been like that for the past three games. Every time they have a great start, you think they, ha- they their offense is clicking. They look like a top-five offense, but then completely just erases. I don't know. Then Josh Jacobs. Let's talk about Josh Jacobs, too. Mm-hmm. He did not have an early start to the season. No. Or he didn't have a good start to the season because, you know, he, he was holding out, trying to get his contract. He ended up doing He ended up getting his contract, but it's costing him. Mm-hmm. Now you're starting to see him pick up a little bit. Uh, 17 carries, 62 yards. I love him. I love Josh Jacobs. Oh, we all do, man. Do you? Is it him, or is it more or less just the offensive line? Because the offensive line, how much different is it? It's the exact same from last season. Maybe one one guy's change. I think um, Van Roten. Yeah, he's our right guard, and I think that's the only one that's changed. Other than that, it's the same. So, do you think? My question is: Is it a more? Is it him? Like just a running back needing to warm up, or is it just the total offense and the offensive calling? I feel like our offense as a whole is just real. Because it's one dimensional right now. Devonte is literally Mm. how many targets? Thirteen catches. How many targets? Twenty targets. That's literally saying a lot right there in terms of what we have. So, 
man, I feel like it's just the offense as a whole because when you can't establish a run game, it's like you're going to be asking Jimmy to do something that he's never done before in his career, which is, you know, throw the ball downfield, you know, make plays. And, you know, we've seen it first game, one pick, second game, two picks, you know, this past game, three picks. Yeah. So if you can't, you need to have a run game with Jimmy G. That's what he's had his whole, you know, his whole career in New England, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, you know, he's had that defense. But in terms Definitely. of the offense, if you can't establish a run game, you know, you're going to be screwed no matter what. Because then, you know, teams are going to be like, all right, we're going to make Jimmy beat us. And, you know, they're way more comfortable with that than, you know, letting Josh Jacobs do that. Because Josh Jacobs, they know this guy was the leading rusher in the NFL last season. You know, this guy's a stud, two-time pro bowler, all pro. And I think the main reason why he hasn't been playing so well is because of the offensive line. Mm. I think our offensive line is real. It's weird, man, because last season it was, you know, we could we could run block real well yeah and not pass but still decent amount Mm -hmm. but it looked like josh jacobs was was getting a lot of help from his line correct Mm -hmm. and going into this game our line had allowed zero sacks Mm -hmm. against denver you know say what you want about denver but they have a great defense Mm -hmm. even though they just got 70 dropped on him yeah (laughs) the bills too great great defense zero sacks let up and you're seeing that okay no sacks this this O-line can pass block real well, but they can't run block. And that's, you know, that's just so weird because, you know, last year we were able to have the the league-leading rusher, and everyone said this O-line was terrible. Mm-hmm. And so, man, I just feel like it's the O-line just not gelling and, you know, the offense as a whole. You know, if you can't establish a run game, it's hard to do anything else with, you know, with the quarterback that's, you know, pretty limited. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and for, with the 49ers, too, he had that run, uh, run pass option with Debo. Mm-hmm um he didn't have did he he had a little bit of McCaffrey uh, a little bit for for, for like half a season yeah he, last it season. was a, it was a mid-season accurate mm-hmm. uh, accru- yeah so um but this is jo- this is Devontae Adams post game of that Chargers uh the Steelers game mm-hmm. um I mean I haven't said anything sometimes you need uh, you need some time in the process to figure out what exactly to say so uh, we heard from coach and we had a few conversations in the division but um, you know, it's tough because it's, it's a really good team. We have a lot of potential, but I would say that not a good team is going to be improved. But uh, seeing that's the potential, we have the players, we just got to figure out how to play together. On both sides of the ball and stop putting ourselves in, in such um, tough to overcome position. You know, we have way too many of those today. You know, whether it's penalties or, you know, sacks or, you know, we can make the play outside, whatever it was, it's got to take care of the ball. It's just, that's not how you look at all these analytics and all these things, teams have won with the, you know, the turnover battle and all these things, and they don't mean shit until you go out there and you play ball. We, just, we, we have a tough time consistently doing that right now, and I don't want to act like it's all crazy. It's, it's week three, but uh, I don't have time to wait around. You know, it's not a personal thing. I mean, it is a personal thing, but it ain't just about me. But I mean, it's not my mentality. It's taking to take all season to figure it out and use these other games like this to establish our good and, you know, we're not doing things the right way to establish a winning culture early in the season. We've got to do something to turn it around. That was Devon Adams' post-game of the Steelers' loss. And what I got from that is I don't got time to wait around. Mm-hmm. As a Raider fan, that kind of scares me because, like, what what are you trying to insinuate? Like, you're trying to say that this is, like, this is an experiment, that this isn't going to last long? Are you going to stay here long? What? 
what did you get from that? What I got was that he was saying this team's not good enough to compete. Uh-huh. Right now, this team is not good enough to make the playoffs or Correct. at the very least, you know, go into a playoff game and have a chance of winning. Compete. Yeah, right. Exactly. So right now, what he's saying is this is going to take some time. Right now, th- what this team is, is a project. You know, we got rid of, you know, we got rid of Derek Carr. We got rid of, you know, we got rid of quite a few pieces. And I feel like, you know, he said, I'm not, I'm not trying to wait around. I'm, I'm, what I get from that is him saying, you know, I don't want to be here for that. If right. that's what this is, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I respect that because, you know, he's a winner. His right. whole career, he's been a winner. He's been with Green Bay. You know, the culture over there is just winning, you know, competing every year for a Super Bowl. And over here, you know, last season, you go 6-11. and 11. This year, it looks like he could even be worse. You know, who knows? Yeah. And Devontae Adams is... 30 31 years old he has no time to wait exactly man. It's, <laughs> it's it's now or never you know yeah. he's in the prime of his career still one of the best receivers in the league and yeah man he's just saying you know i don't have time to deal with this bs you right. know i'm here to win championships i was brought in here on in the with the intention of you know we're going to compete we're going to go play playoff games you know, we're going to be competitive and be it's been the exact opposite yeah i wanted to go back a little bit what you said Derek Carr mm-hmm. and his connection, the Fresno State connection between Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. How do you feel about it? Because I've never actually talked to you mm-hmm. about that situation. How do you how do you feel about that personally? Man, when he, when we first brought him over, I knew you know straight away you know these guys are gonna you know these guys are gonna cook just straight off the bat, man. And we saw that last season. You know the offense was dysfunctional, but Devontae was still an All Pro, still a Pro Bowler, um, fifteen hundred yards. Yeah. Something like 12 touchdowns. Right. The connection was still there. You saw it. And I feel like the only reason Devontae came here was because of Derek Carr. And I think right now, we would have been better off with Derek Carr. Than wow. I like that's, that's Okay. If it was up to me, I would have still kept Derek Carr. But after the season that he had last year, I don't think you could have justified you know, him being on the team. I think yeah. he did play bad. You know, I will say that. You know, and I'm... I'm a car guy, you know. Yeah. Love that guy. But I think after the season he had last year, you know, you couldn't justify him, you know, being our starting quarterback for this year. Mm-hmm. Just just the, the start that he had and even being benched mm-hmm. towards the last two games of the seasons. You know, the last game that Derek Carr ever played was against the Steelers. Steelers, yep. And it's it's sad because I watched Derek Carr get drafted mm-hmm. uh, with Cleo Mack in that, in that elite draft class. Um, and – really change a franchise around. Remember the year he was an MVP candidate? Uh, yeah, Khalil Mack won Defensive Player of the Year. 2016. It was 2016. Mm-hmm. A legendary year, then he breaks his leg. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of... Jack Del Rio was head coach at the time. I was so, It was probably the 12-5 and five season. It was the most exciting time to be a Raider fan. Yeah. This was during the Coliseum, too. They were in uh, Oakland. Yeah. So, and then, honestly, after I really believe after that hit, after that injury, he just wasn't the same Never guy. The same. He he wasn't he had didn't have the same swagger he didn't have that like go get it type of mind remember that that year they they led the league in comeback wins yeah they they were they were they were they beat Cam Newton in overtime uh, Carolina and Carolina uh, mm-hmm. MVP uh, Cam Newton it was, I actually love Derek Carr it just yeah like you said what do you, what, what can you tell a quarterback how can you bring back a quarterback that performed as bad as he did last season with all the people he had I know the offense line wasn't good but it. it if if you were to bring a new quarterback, I said this, 
get an, get another young quarterback get a, maybe go uh, dra- uh drop some players go high in the draft class and and get like a Shador maybe my friends are even saying Caleb Williams I'm not a Caleb Williams guy but I, I'm I'm a Shador guy because if you bring Shador you bring in Dion and that's just yeah. the whole I I would love that but uh Derek Carr yeah sad 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 to see him go he's actually he got injured he got injured shoulder injury shoulder injury mm-hmm. he was playing good too he had, he completed like ten of twelve uh for like one sixteen it was he was playing good. Yeah. Um, I would love to see him uh, do great, and he was talking about it too, how he might uh retire, like go back to being a Raider and retire as a Raider. You know how quarterbacks? Who who was a quarterback that um Cam Newton was one who went back there to their old team, and um there's some other players too. But this is another person I want to hear, Coach Josh McDaniels pre uh post game of the Steelers loss. What do you think of that decision in fourth quarter, down multiple scores, down two scores, to settle with a field goal? In the moment when I was watching the game, I was like, this is a dumb decision. Right. And then, you know, when you're watching the game, you know your, your emotions, you know, right. kind of like are all over the place. You're losing. You want to win. You got to make exactly, the plays now. Bro. And like I woke up the next day and I was like, man, you know, everyone's making fun of us. You know, that I still thought the same horrible play. And what that tells me is that he doesn't have faith in his offense and this guy is you know six super bowls in new england he you know this guy knows what he's doing and he doesn't have faith in the quarterback that he brought in he mm-hmm. doesn't have faith in you know we have a we have an all pro wide receiver we have jacoby myers who's been playing you know great for first game in this game mm-hmm. you got hunter renfro which we haven't even seen exactly. him exactly how many targets three games four targets man i, I it's yeah. You know, you have all these weapons and, you know, you don't trust your offense. You don't want to give you, you don't trust your team enough to give them a chance to win right there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if you, if you mess it up, you, you know, turnover on downs, like you have them inside of the 10 yard line and mm-hmm. you have two timeouts. Pretty sure we had two timeouts and we're on the right side of the two minute warning. If you don't convert yep. it right there, it's not the end of the world. They, you can you can force them to punt the ball, and you know you can be at you know like the fifty yard line with, you know maybe fifty seconds left to go, mm-hmm. 50, 40 seconds left to go, and it was just like you know you gotta go for it. Like I see a bunch of these you know all these offenses in the NFL, you know like the Lions, the yeah. Lions mainly like you know that coach believes in his team. You know he'll go out there and he'll you know he'll try it, mm-hmm. but you know I feel like you just gotta take chances in this league to win some games, especially close games like that. You know, Sunday night football, down by eight, you know, you got to take chances. And, you know, like, man, bro, kicking a field goal in that situation, bro, it was just like, to me, it was just like, you don't believe in, you know, your guys. This is, when I, when I first seen the decision, I was like, 
Didn't we not just go for it on fourth down in the mm-hmm. fourth, fourth quarter to get a touchdown? That was Devontae's first catch. Why are we settling when we need a score now? At the time, yeah, we need you. You definitely want to get points out of it because if mm-hmm. you don't get points, then that's just a tougher, a tougher, a tougher hill to climb. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like you're in Vegas, risk it for the biscuit. Like, why not? Like, I feel like. They, if they didn't, if they didn't, if there wasn't no big plays, they they weren't gonna win it anyway. They, they needed something huge. It, part of the reason why they won was going for it on fourth. If they did it again and they failed, so be. It. At least you try for it. But now, now he's getting asked. So let's hear the second part because now he, you talk about him trusting him. Uh, we, they let's hear let's hear what he has to say about him trusting his players. That just does that sound like he didn't trust his team? The, even the reporter mentioned it. The mm-hmm. urgency, your down points. You want to be able to show that your professionalism. That hey, we can, we can, you can facilitate an offense and have them look like they they want to win. And it just that's part of the job too. Not not only performing, but looking like you're ready to perform. Uh, Raiders just did not look like it at all. Any more thoughts about the game, or just in general, just that game and Josh McDaniel and the coaching and overall. Man, I think the coaching especially by Josh McDaniels, you know, just hasn't, it just hasn't been good enough. And just more about the game in particular, Mm -hmm. you know, I think me and you and all Raiders fans, you know, can say that, you know, it doesn't feel like we have a home field advantage anymore. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Go, Go ahead. Continue. It's like, you see, you know, I'm pumped for Sunday night football. I'm, you know, I've always been thinking every time I play on Sunday night, every time, or when we would play at the Coliseum, I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, it's going to be fucking, you know, like electric. You know, we're going to be at our home, Oakland. You know, we got the fuck, my bad. We got the baseball field. Um, you know, fans are going to be there. They're going to be crazy. But here, it feels like, you know, you see way more home, fa- way more away fans than home fans. Right. And to me, you know, that's, you know, that's embarrassing because, you know, we're the Raiders. You know, we have one of the biggest fan bases in the NFL. Commitment to excellence. Exactly, bro. I feel like we do have the best fan base in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Raider fans everywhere everywhere you go. And yeah. in Vegas, it's like, you know, we got to do silent count. You know, you know what is that? You know, at, yeah. at home? At like, home, it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned you mentioned a crowd, and I actually was watching the game, and I noticed it. Where did all these fans get these terrible towels? Like, <laughs> Did the Raiders did the did Las Vegas hand them out? Like I promise you, I feel like the whole crowd had was waving those around. And I was like, wait, I'm looking at the middle of the field. It says a Raiders logo. 
what is going on? What I'm starting to realize is the Raiders moved to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is a hot spot for people to travel to. It's mm-hmm. a tourist attraction. When people, even people from out of, out of the country, they say, oh, one of the main spots, New York, Las Vegas, L.A. That's like, so now you look at all these NFL teams that are like from Buffalo, uh, all these random teams that are from out, out, uh, out in different uh, areas that are boring. Mm-hmm. They see Raiders on their schedule. Oh, Let's let's go travel. Let's go travel to Las Vegas and see our team play against the Las Vegas Raiders. And guess what? They might even win it too. We could have a whole. We could have a. We could have a fun weekend. That's what. That's what fans. NFL fans are looking at this season. Looking at the Las Vegas Raiders and saying, "Oh, this is our vacation weekend now." Exactly. Th- that that is not. You think that was a? Imagine if it was in Oakland. You think that's a vacation weekend? Never. You'll be happy to even make it out alive in a jersey, in the opposite jersey. Exactly. Yeah. So when you mentioned that it, it did it did it did hit a, a certain spot because I did go to Raiders game in Oakland mm-hmm. they were trash I would I remember seeing um it was a Arizona game Carson Palmer this was when uh, Carson Palmer was on Arizona he he had a whole, Arizona was garbage this was like when I was 12 13 the point of going to the Raiders game was not to watch them at that point it was like yes you're there to support you're a Raider fan mm-hmm. but it's the experience. You go to Oakland Coliseum because of the tailgate. And before the game, I probably had the, the best two hours of my life just playing football, eating food, talking to Raider fans, enjoying everybody screaming Raiders. Like that's that was part of the culture. And then after people going to different spots, swinging donuts, uh, just the Oakland Bay Area culture was, and that's just not there no more. It's gone. So when you mention that, yeah, I, I do agree. Now let's move over from that. Let's look into the next week's game. We're going up against the San Diego, or no, not San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, sir. That's considered a home game for us. Pretty much. (laughs) So, how confident are you going into this week? Because in the last game, so uh, uh, the Chargers played, who did they play last week? They played Minnesota. They played Minnesota, and that was a crazy game, too, Mm -hmm. if you looked at it. There was a lot of um, Chargers going for it on fourth uh, fourth down in their own um, on their own side of the field, uh, Minnesota getting it, scoring, and then Chargers scoring right back, and then I don't. That was an overtime game, but it was still a good mm-hmm. game that ended very uh, crazy. Chargers next week, this week. How do you feel? I feel like it'll. I feel like no matter what, even if it's a low-scoring, high-scoring game, it'll go down to the wire. It'll go down to the last possession. Oh, okay. Um, just because I feel like you know that's how these division divisional games usually division game. Yep. Um, I'm not confident at all. I don't think we can. We can't run the football. Nope. Jimmy just started practicing. I think yesterday. Just oh yeah, he was in pro- concussion protocol, right? Mm-hmm. Was he cleared? He's cleared. I think okay. he's practicing today. But I saw something too where where Max wasn't. He wasn't practicing yesterday. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like oh you know like take a breather, take a break, or an I- actual injury. Yeah. But I saw that he wasn't. He wasn't practicing one of these days. And oh, man, you, you going up against Justin Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams? I think is he in cu- concussion protocol too? He's I um, think he's out. He's out for the season. Yeah, he's out right yeah. for what? Oh, he tore something. I think he tore his Achilles. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I feel bad for him. Uh, all the other players that got injured too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sad seeing it, the, seeing the good players go early this mm-hmm. season. But Chargers, man, I feel like even though you know Mike Williams is is down. But they do have they do have a good defense. They have Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is on the other side, and he's he really wants his get back. I, f- oh, I don't know. 
man it's just like i don't really know what to what to say for this game because i don't know what it's you know what it's going to be you know sometimes the raiders can you know they'll go out and they'll go blow for blow with anybody yeah. like we saw that with seattle last right. season we saw that with the chiefs last season at at their house you know there can be some times where we actually you know look good mm-hmm. and i'm actually more comfortable playing the chargers at their stadium than than at ours because i know there's going to be a lot of raider fans there yeah there's going to be a lot yeah. of a lot of Raiders fans making noise. They're going to show out as they always do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like we lose this game. <sighs> I feel like we lose this game. And you know, I, I hope I hope I'm wrong. Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. You know the, just the way Chargers have been scoring, they look like Justin Herbert looks. He looks like an elite quarterback. Mm. He's he's dotting up Keenan Allen. I went up against him in fantasy last week. I, I um he had about I think he had like 33 points on me. Like two hundred yards. Yeah, two hundred yards. Like I don't know exact stats, but I just know he he's been an elite wide receiver for so many years, and he's a great he's a great weapon for a young quarterback like Justin Herbert. Um, losing Mike Williams, yeah, they do miss that high point, high target um, guy in the end zone, uh, red zone, um, Renzo guy. But just that defense, I'm like our defense. Like we're starting Jaquarian Bennett. Mm. He's a rookie. We we signed. Uh, uh, remember Shelley from Minnesota? Duke Shelley. Yeah, Duke we cut Shelley. Him. We signed him over the off season, and then we cut him, and then he's starting. What, what is Duke Shelley not like in a, a good cornerback? Uh, like what? I don't know. But I really want the Raiders to win. If we win, it will be like by a field goal late mm-hmm. late game. Daniel Carlson field goal for the win. If we lose, we're gonna lose bad. We're gonna we're gonna we might get you know how um Dolphins got popped by forty. Yeah. We might get we might be the next team to get popped by like 30, 20. But it's either we win by three, either we win by three, or we lose by like thirty. Like it's 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 gonna be close or it's gonna be bad. For me, it's just like I don't have any faith any faith in the defense, bro. <laughs> yeah, the defense. Like it's just Max Crosby by himself. Like it's Max Crosby and then man, like who else do you have after that? Like I honestly look Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs is great. I love him at nickel. They put him back at mm. nickel. He was playing a lot of cornerback last semester or last semester. <laughs> <laughs> last year. But now they picked up more players, so Like I feel like we do have good players in our defense, like especially in the secondary. Yeah. Like like you said, Nate Hobbs. Mm-hmm. If you're a Raider fan, you know how good he is. Oh man. Jacorian Bennett, he's a rookie, but you know, there's flashes there's flashes that he can play. There's also times where he does make mistakes, but he's a rookie. Mm, exactly, and you got Trayvon Merrick and Marcus Epps. I feel like that's a that's an all right, you know, yeah, safety duo. Epps from Philadelphia, from correct? Philadelphia, yep. yeah. And you got Marcus Peters. You know, mm-hmm. say what you want about Marcus Peters, but I feel like he was a real important signing because we got a lot of young players in that secondary. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like you know like a mentor type of guy. Mm-hmm. And man, for. You know, speaking about the defense, I feel like we should we should talk about Tyree Wilson a little bit. Tyree Wilson, seventh seventh overall, seventh overall, seventh overall pick out of Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. What impact has he been making? I saw that he had about fifty five. He's played something like fifty five snaps, and he hasn't. It's something like zero pressures. Zero pressures. Something Isn't like he that, like man. a freak of nature too? Like six six mm-hmm. two seven. Like what is like? He has a crazy wingspan. He's an athletic freak. And yeah. You know, this we're only three games into into the season, you right? Know? So you you know you can't really say much. But what I've seen so far is you know he is a little bit slow off the line of scrimmage. But you know, like I said, you know it's only three games into the season. He's a rookie. He's recovering from from a foot injury that okay. he had in the off season. 
it's like of course you know he was going to take time and i did not expect him to have like an immediate impact you know from like day one even in his right. in his rookie season it was always going to take time for him to develop to develop but you see the people that that we chose to to ignore to draft him uh-huh. like we chose to ignore jalen carter and christian gonzalez and every time I see these guys play, man. Oh my God, Jalen Carter was it? Uh, didn't he drop in the? He was like the twenty, like lower twenties because of the incident with his like college. What, what was? I don't know the yeah, exact there details. Yeah, there was like a court case. I think that he was domestic. That he was going through. Okay, yeah, it's, I know it was something that that lowered his stock, his his draft stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, is he making it? He's he's been killing. He's, he looks tough. Exactly, man. And I feel like that could have been a Raider. Exactly. Right. <laughs> How many times have we said that? How many times have we always say that that guy that we see could have been a Raider? Too many times, man. <laughs> I feel like we we are we don't know how to draft. We definitely don't know how to oh, draft. Don't. I feel like you know the fans could have done a better job drafting <laughs> in some of these past past drafts, man. Like yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. And the other guy too, Christian Gonzalez. He just I th- I think he just won a AFC Rookie of the Month. Yeah. What did he? What, what was? What did he? I don't have it. Uh, that's the cornerback out of Patriots, uh, New England Patriots from Oregon. From Oregon. Yeah, he went, I think, 17th overall. Yeah. And Is he, he good? He was, yeah, he was pretty good. Uh, AFC Rookie of the Month. Um, man, and you just look at those two guys, Carter and Gonzalez. And we need those two. <laughs> those were way bigger needs than than Tyree Wilson. End, yeah. DN, we, at the time, you know, we had Chandler Jones. Um, I don't know the situation. Yeah. But Me neither. It looks like Tyree Wilson's going to, you know, him and Malcolm Kuntz are going to get a, a majority of the snaps now that now that Chandler Jones doesn't look like he's returning. Mm-hmm. And but what impact has he really made? Let's be honest. Like, he, it looks like he got skinnier, too. It, it, I don't know. His case is very weird, but. Mm-hmm. And you you look at a guy like, like Carter and Gonzalez, man, we needed a guy in the middle to, you know, create more pressure. And that would have helped Max Crosby, I feel like, a lot more than another DN. Yeah. Imagine that inside pressure forcing the quarterback to swing to Max's mm-hmm. side. That's that that makes his max job a lot easier because mm-hmm. now he doesn't have to chase him. Oh man, yeah, it does it does help a lot. And then Christian Gonzalez, it, it, I haven't seen his tape, but if he, if he's a lockdown, court, what is he more zone or man? What what type of player is he? I feel like he's more of a zone guy. Zone, they run yeah. zone. Patriots are like a zone scheme uh, type of defense. Yeah. I don't really watch the Patriots, but yeah, I know that this guy's been playing yeah really good. But I at the same time I know it's you know where you go as a rookie is really important. And I feel like a guy like Carter for the Raiders would he might have performed the same way because you know you go to a spot like Philadelphia, you know, winning culture, just went to the Super Bowl. Okay, and surrounded by all his other Georgia Bulldog teammates, I feel like that is a huge factor into why he's playing. You know, the way he is. Just like you said, right there. I want to. I want to elaborate. I want to go in a little bit on deeper. You said Eagles. They just came from a championship. They have a great system, great culture, great program, great foundation. Mm. So a guy like Jaden Carter who has personal issues, more or less like like just off-field issues, that's like the proper structure you need mm-hmm. for a guy like him because then it disciplines him. It teaches him discipline, on-field uh, practices, all that. But then what happened if he was drafted by the Raiders? Raiders don't have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Raiders don't have uh, a proper uh, players development uh, team or even just like the culture around there. It has, it's not there yet. Do you think he would even benefit? Maybe even, like you said, it, it, it matters a lot where they land. Mm. So maybe could Jalen Carter going to Raiders have affected him more than be positive? Because it is Vegas. 
Mm, exactly. And what I was about to say is, you know, like being in Vegas is why I feel like it was our a mistake. team was yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's yeah. why our team was maybe afraid to draft him because they say, okay, this this is a young man, you know, coming straight out of college. Right. He's you know he had this you know personal issues, but for our team, you know, we've seen this before. Yeah, we've seen this before with you know Hunter Renfro or not Hunter Renfro, Hen Hen Henry Ruggs Henry and Ruggs, yeah. Damon Arnett. Damon you know, Arnett. I feel like they were scared to pull the trigger and take him, and take uh, Jalen Carter because of you know just that. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that's the culture of of this team. It's like that's what we're kind of like you know known for. The Raiders aren't known for being you know this you know great organization. At least not anymore. No, we're known as you know drama, drama, laughing stock. Yep, like. You know, just you know, crazy stuff happening twenty four seven. Yeah, when you said um, you were mentioning something about I was gonna say something I forgot I don't know but but what I have right here is we're gonna we're talking about uh, we're talking about uh, Jalen Carter mm -hmm. and the defense and Max Crosby how he needs help. Yeah, let's hear what Max Crosby has to say prior to practicing before the game this week against the Chargers. We've been getting better um, every single day. Uh, we go out there and we've been intentional about our work, so we just got to like, do what we do at our best. You know, when we're at our best, we, we play pretty damn well, and uh, we just got to stick together for us. That's the work we put in during the week. You're always fixing how we spend that year every day. Yeah, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, just literally get better every single day. Um, every day you show up, you got to be intentional about um, where you want to go and what you got to improve on. Uh, so that's all for me, and, you know, it's, every, it's everybody up front and this whole defense. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot of room to grow, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited and I'm ready for you guys to keep getting better. One percent better. How does this team become? How does this team get one percent better before this Chargers game? Because they need to be fifty percent better by by Sunday. So how did how does who is gonna help Max Crosby in this uh, in this defense? Because I feel like Max didn't get his numbers. He he's gonna by law of average he's gonna get his numbers. Mm -hmm. Who's gonna be the other person to help him out? I feel like it's it's the interior a little bit. Mm -hmm. I feel like. At the same time, you know, you don't really have anybody else on that D-line that's, you know, that's proved it in the NFL like Max has. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like a reason why, you know, like a guy like Nick Bosa, you know, gets all those sacks is because he has he has help down the middle. It's not because he has, you know, another, you know, stud on the other side of him. He has help in the middle. Mm -hmm. And that makes a huge, huge difference. And, you know, Max kind of does everything out there yeah. for us. You know, he stops the run. He's great against the pass. Mm -hmm. You know, brings pressure and like a guy like him man it's like i feel i feel so bad for him because he's a guy that deserves to have a championship yeah he deserves to be out there you know competing on the a work he team. puts in exactly just the grind the energy the way he talks the way he holds himself mm -hmm. he it's a true captain true captain and i feel like when car left i was like okay this is max's team now yeah and a guy like that to have him on our team you know it's like you know, like, we have, you know, like, a star on our team in Max. Right. You know, he is, you know, literally, I say he's one of the best defensive ends in the league. I think him and TJ Watt. Yeah. Um, you know, the rest of them, you know, up for debate. But for me, that th those are my top two. And you have a top two player in your position in, in your position on your team in one of the most important positions on the field. Right. And it's like you're just wasting him. He's 26 years old. He just signed a new contract last offseason. Right. 
and man it's like you know he's just gonna be he's kind of just wasting his time here and i feel so bad for him because you know just like you said you know the way he carries himself you know he's a captain leader everything he's gone through and like man it's like him Devonte. it's like it's like mm-hmm. man man the question was who's gonna help him ah mm. uh, nay hobbs nay hobbs will be another person to bring that coverage in the back end and help stop the run but tyree wilson like if he can like you mentioned how there's not, it's, it takes some time for DNs, but the great ones, the TJ Watts, the Nick Bosa's, the the Aaron Donalds, those guys that immediately make impacts, you can tell. Mm. And I feel like I don't. I do you think they missed on him? I don't know if they missed. It's too early to tell, too maybe. Early to tell, but think. with the great DNs, you they they show it early. Mm-hmm. They show it a lot early, and he hasn't showed it. We'll see. We'll see later in terms of who will help him. Maybe himself. <laughs> Maybe he he gets a, he has a career game in <laughs> five sacks, Khalil Mack style. But ah, actually, to answer the question, I feel like it'll be the turnovers. Turnovers we have we creating turnovers. Creating turnovers, yeah. And we have not had a single takeaway, and we've had seven turnovers as a team. We had it. We wait. We didn't get a. Oh no. We Zero had, turnovers, bro. Against the Broncos, oh, he didn't throw a pick. No, no fumble either. Wow, we don't. We're not a. Fu- That's the one thing about the Raiders. We're not a. We don't know how to um. Fumble. We don't know how to create fumbles for uh to create you know more turnovers. We're never good at that. That's the thing my dad always says. Three things in order for a defense to win: get sacks, create picks, get fumbles. Mm-hmm. If you're not able to do two out of the three as a defense, then y- your chances of championship is forget about it. Raiders haven't been well. De- sacking has been part of ours, like we here and there, but mm-hmm. we don't really picks. We don't have a, a premier uh, cornerback. Fumbles. We don't got a guy that hits the ball like that. Peanut. Uh, what is it? Peanut punch. We don't have a guy that does that. So, yeah, I don't. And know. You saw the one that Marcus Peters dropped, right? It, oh my God, six. that was a pick six. Pick six. He, that was to the house. I seen it. He hit, bro. Marcus Peters. I love him. He's from Oakland mm-hmm. too. I love that guy. Love that guy, bro. Um. Yeah, so a lot of stuff to... Now let's hear Josh Jacobs and what he has to say about this upcoming game. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you come in every day to, you know, try to work on the things you feel like you need to work on the most. And, um, you know, that's definitely a, a big emphasis right now. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I probably had a good week of practice last week, and, you know, it didn't turn out how, how we wanted it to. So, I guess we'll just see when the game comes. When you don't know uh, what quarterback would be starting on Sunday, what impact you or how does that impact you at all? No, I don't really impact me as much. I mean, I think that's more of a foreseeable thing. But for me, it ain't, it ain't that big of a, you know, a deal for me. But obviously, you know, you want to go in the game with, with, with your guy. And um, however it play out, I mean, I think we, we have for the best that, you know, they fight this hard and they'll be ready. find something in that fourth quarter uh, with the run there. Uh, is that something that you feel can carry over uh, whatever it was it's just Yeah, I mean, I feel like they gave a lot of guys, uh, you know, some, uh, I guess, motivation, a little bit of hope, you know. Um, but obviously, you know, I don't, I don't think it's, the, it's, the, it's a hard thing to, uh, to fix. So I think it's just something that we got to want to do, you know. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, eventually it's going to get going. The one thing that's going to help this offense win this game is Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And that's what I truly believe. I feel like if he he didn't have a great game, but he made he had those he had those moments, yeah, and that's what it, that's all you need is that little spark to the fire for a running back like him to explode. So that could that could be a that could be the reason why 
we win this coming up game is Josh Jacobs because I really do feel Devontae's going to get double teamed. Forget about him. He's not going to have numbers. It's going to be the wide receiver, too. That's Jacoby Myers. He's going to be the reason. Uh, he's going to get a uh, majority of the touches. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about Hunter Renfro because yeah. he's completely out the game plan. He's not even a player no more. Yeah, um, but the guy that's going to win it for us is Josh Jacobs. I, ha- I, I love Josh Jacobs. I truly believe in him. And he, he's, he's going to be the reason. Yeah. Well, who's the reason for you? Who's going to be the who's going to be the offensive power for the Raiders? For me, it's going to be Jacoby Myers. Mm. And I've you know, dude, watching him play that first game against Denver, like, man, yeah. going all the way back to when we first signed him, I was just like, oh, you know, it's another Patriot guy. Yeah. Like Josh McDaniels is bringing the whole staff over. Right. It feels like, and I, you know, I really didn't expect much. I thought it was going to be okay. Hunter's going to bounce back, and you know, you know, we'll be I, I guess, and Jacoby's just going to be you know there to make up the numbers and saw him play against denver two touchdowns had about 80 yards got a concussion and i was like you know man he can play he can really play and and this past game too against the steelers he had kind of like the same stat line like 80 something yards and like you know he can really play and he is a great number two wide receiver wide receiver to have behind Devontae adams Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's him like you said Devontae's gonna get double teamed and jacoby you know have him on a one-on-one they're not gonna put jc jackson on on Jacoby Myers, mm-hmm. they they're gonna probably put Asante Samuel on Jacoby Myers most of the time. But even if you have even those two matchups, whoever it is, I still feel pretty confident in Jacoby because he knows the McDaniel's offense. And getting Jimmy Garoppolo, I was actually had high hopes for Jimmy coming in because I thought yeah. you know he this guy knows the McDaniel's offense. Right. Jimmy knows the McDaniel's offense. He he knows what to do now. I didn't think Carr knew kind of like what everything was Mm -hmm. but i thought okay you know he knows the system mcdaniels has a quarterback that he trusts now who who knows his system right but man it it feels like it's just kind of been the complete opposite and that's why i feel like in this upcoming game it's like if we can't establish the run man and jimmy has to you know win the game and you know throw the ball yeah no that's not happening it's not happening that's gonna be four picks (laughs) it's gonna be four picks but uh, yeah, you are listening to We Got Next SF, the radio show where we talk all sports of all kind. I'm your host, AJ, here with my special guest, Jason. Um, for the past hour, we've been exclusively talking about Raiders because not so often do we get another Raider guy in here. And when it's time to break down some Raiders, I'm ready. I'm always ready for it. So thank you, Jason, for breaking it down. We're going to do some more sports, but we'll do it after this quick break. Yo, 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 you're... Yo, 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 you're listening to We Got Next SF, the radio show where we talk all sports of all kind. I'm your host, AJ, here with a special guest of mine, Jason. Just recently, we were just talking about NFL, specifically the Raiders, so we didn't get in-depth with all NFL games for week three, but we'll get into that shortly. Um... 
This show is live every week on KSFS Radio from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Shows will be recorded and uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so check out our Instagram for updates on when we drop those. Last week, we had Cam and Boye on the show. Check out that episode. That is already up on Spotify uh, and Apple Podcasts. Great episode. We got a little. We got into. Uh, we got into some football. Raiders, 49ers, some USA, uh, USA drama with uh, with the uh, the athlete talking about what it really means to be a world champion, and a little bit about basketball towards the end. But basically, a NFL uh, NFL episode, just like how it's gonna be for the rest of the semester. More more or less, just how. More or less, more drama, more stories, more games. But then if we cover basketball until the season starts, we will cover like the drama like today. Or yesterday morning, Damian Lillard gets traded to Milwaukee Bucks. Crazy trade. Did not expect that to happen. We all expected Damian Lillard to go to Miami Heat because that was the team he suggested to go. Or he told Portland Trailblazers that he wanted to go to. He didn't get that. Uh... He goes to he goes to Milwaukee, teams up with Giannis, and in return, Portland gets Drew Holiday, Deontay, uh, DeAndre Aiden, and Tuami Korama. With Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first round pick, Milwaukee's pick swap for 2028, and another 2023 pick. Suns, because they gave up Aiden, receives Nurkic, Yusuf Nurkic, center from previously on Portland. Grayson Allen, a small forward from uh, Milwaukee. Nazir Little, another forward from uh, Portland. And Keon Johnson, uh, another role player. So crazy package that had just happened in the NBA and a a lot to look forward to. But uh, for the NBA season. But now we'll just go back into some NFL because my guest is back. And yeah. You're listening to We Got Next SF, the radio show where we talk all sports of all kind. Now, let's talk a little bit more about football. I wanted to talk about all the week three. I don't know. Do you do you watch all the games? Or how do you stay at least like stay in touch? Yeah, I do. Okay, good, good. Yeah. You're you're a true fo- football fan. Part, yeah. yeah. Um so what I like to do is I like to just go down the list of all the mm-hmm. scores. Not we don't have to go in depth, but like short, what do we what happened? Uh what do you think? Browns twenty seven. Uh, the Cleveland Browns beat the Tennessee Titans twenty seven to three. Deshaun Watson 280, 289 with two touchdowns. Amari Cooper had a good game, seven catches, one sixteen, one touchdown. Deshaun Watson was on my fantasy, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I seen that. I seen this. I was looking at this the whole time. Great game. Um, not not too much. The Tennessee Titans disappointing to to see how they're going because they were a contender previous years now. They're one and two. Who's their quarterback? Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, right yeah, Ryan Tannehill. I don't know how long that's going to last. Remember, Malik Willis was their quarterback a little bit, the rookie last year. And they also got the the guy from Kentucky, uh, Will Levis. Oh, Will Levis. Yeah, when is he? Derrick Henry, 11 carries, 20 yards. But, yeah, Will Levis. I, I even I mentioned um, a while back, I'd rather had drafted Will Levis and mm-hmm. started him than go through Jimmy because i just rather – I kind of seen what Jimmy was going to bring, but, like, you know, he could have a good season. I'm not saying he's going to have a horrible season, but just for me, I want to see I want to see him growth. I want to see home growth, so that's why Will Levy's seemed pretty – I don't know when he's going to get burned. I will, we'll never see it. Uh, next game, Lions. The Detroit Lions beat the Atlanta Falcons 20-6. to This was before 
yesterday's game yep. because they also played Thursday night special, Green Bay versus uh, Detroit. Uh, and Detroit won that game, correct? They did. They won 34-20. 34-20. Uh, Jared Goff didn't have a good game. Yeah, he, he did enough. It was mainly, mainly, mainly the, run, the game. run game, right? I mean, David Montgomery got like three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Yeah, let me actually go to that right now. Yeah, man. Uh, David Montgomery, three touchdowns, 32 carries, 121 yards. See, this is all fresh to me because I haven't actually seen any highlights, any breakdown. I've seen a little bit of Jordan Love. Jordan Love had one touchdown, two interceptions. He's been having a little iffy start to the season. Everybody's looking, everybody has his eyes on him because of Green Bay mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers. But so far, what do you think from – what do you think? The, the Detroit, Detroit Lions are 3-1. and one. Dude, the Detroit Lions are – Man, other than, you know, whenever whenever they're on television, bro, I root for them. Yeah. They're a great team. You know, I think Hard Knocks got everybody invested. Um, yeah, well, last year when they were on Hard Knocks, yeah. And I feel like it's it's coaching and the culture. And I feel mm, like... The culture. I feel like you're right about that. The culture does matter. Completely changed it. You know, they got rid of Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. They brought in Jared Goff. And when they got rid of their quarterback, they said, okay, you know, we're going to... Accept the rebuild. We're going to accept the rebuild. Exactly. And they said, "All right, we'll get in a new. We got a new GM. We got mm-hmm. a new head coach. Yep. And we'll I love see. the head coach. Oh, what's dude, his name? Dan Campbell. Yep, Campbell. Oh man, and dude, that's a guy. He has heart. He's fiery. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love him, bro. It's like that's a guy who who the players you know want to play for. Mm-hmm. And they're getting their draft picks right. And you know when they play, man, you can tell. You know they just want it more than the other team. Mm-hmm. Even when in the first season when it was you know a bit bumpy, you know they went like three and thirteen. You saw you know this is a different Detroit team." Even though they they went three and thirteen, you know the next season they went nine and eight, barely missed the yeah. playoffs, and now, you know they're probably gonna win the the, the NFC division. North. Yeah, they, I see them. So it's with who's in the NFC North? So you have Green Bay. They beat a divisional. They're up in the division. I think they're two and zero in the division. Uh, who else is in that division? Minnesota and Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Those teams are both zero and three. Oh, oh, they're both zero and three. Minnesota's zero and three. Yeah, I, yeah, that's crazy. Um, definitely, I I think. Detroit Lions definitely has an advantage early on to the season. Um, Jordan Love, just give him some time, maybe. He still he didn't have like great games. Like the games he won previous in previous weeks, they weren't like the best performance, mm. but they still won the game with him driving them, taking them down the field. What do you think of Jordan Love? I feel like as long as you get those wins, like you said, you know, it's it don't it doesn't have to be pretty, but you know, in the NFL, you know, the win is the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. And if he is, you know. If he's putting up, you know, just like an okay stat line and they still win, then, you know, you're doing your job. But I feel like so far, that game, I don't think he did, you know, enough to win the game. Yeah. And what other team did they lose against? I think they lost to the Falcons. Uh, So so that, so that the previous week, so uh, they played Thursday. On Sunday, they actually beat the Saints. The Saints. Remember, so we talked mm. about it a little bit earlier. Derek Carr gets injured. It was, hit, was heating them up. Actually, I think he had the lead. Yeah, is they it, were 17, 17 nothing up. Yeah, 17 nothing. Guess what? The score is 17 18 mm-hmm. green, uh, in favor of Green Bay. That's when Jordan Love had his. Um, that's when I seen Jordan Love on red zone, had a nice drive to take him down the field. I don't know if it was a field I don't know how it ended, but uh, Jordan Love rallies the Packers. 18 17 win over the Saints. Loses their Derek Carr shoulder injury. That's the, the story that they have. But yeah, Jordan Love. Next game Broncos versus. The Dolphins. <laughs> wow, talk let's talk about it. Cause the Dolphins, man, you could say, I, when after this game, let's just look at the stat line. So Tua Talavalonga, twenty three, uh, twenty three completions, twenty 
26 attempts. She only missed three passes. That is efficient. 309 yards, four touchdowns. Man, he's leading the league in passing yards, right? Yeah, he's he's. I think it's. Yeah, I think he's second to Kirk Cousins. Second, Kirk. Oh yeah, Kirk Cousins is, is doing throwing some numbers. But what's the story? The main story. Yes, he had four touchdowns. Efficient game. The main story is that running game. Mm-hmm. Devon Achain. Is that how you pronounce his name? I think so. Yeah. Devon Achain. I'm reading it right now. 18 carries, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Murray Moster, 13 carries, 82 yards, three touchdowns. But. They also caught. They also caught the ball too. So both of those running backs that I mentioned, I said two, three. They actually both had four touchdowns. Um, Tyreek Hill, one touchdown. Uh, Robbie Chosen, remember him? Robbie. Oh uh, yeah. Robbie Anson. Yeah. Uh, he was a four, former 49er, Has a touchdown. And they just completely embarrassed the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like I feel like the Dolphins are. You know, it's scary because they're not even at their full strength yet. You know, Jalen Waddle didn't play this game, and they also oh got my Jalen God. Ramsey, too. Jalen Ramsey's hurt, right? Or yeah, he's hurt. He got injured, in I think, before the season started. And yep. You just look at that, and they're able to do that with without two of their best players. Man, like, when playoff season comes around, bro, it's going to be scary. They had one sack. How many interceptions? Uh, They had one interception. Bro, yeah, Miami is looking – Miami offense is looking like – the best offense in the AFC right now. They're looking like the best team in, in football right now. You're looking like the best team in football? Looks like, yeah. Who's your top three right now? Top three. Who's the top three best teams right now? I'd have to say the Eagles. Eagles number one? Or what? No order yeah. or order? How are you doing this? I guess I'll go in order. Yeah, okay, let's do order. it. Let me hear it. Uh, then I'll give mine after. Dolphins. Eagles, 49ers. Dolphins number one. Eagles. Second. Second. And 49ers three? Yeah. Hmm. That is, I'm not going to lie to you. I think I have the, I have Miami as the number one offense, number one, number one team because just the way their speed, and Tyreek Hill, they have way too much speed on that team. They're just, they're outrunning everybody, and it's, I don't know who, I'm kind of scared as a Raider fan. If I go up yeah. against them in the playoffs, I wouldn't want to go up against them if they're gonna light somebody up like that. Who do they play next week? Is my question. I'm pretty sure we play them somewhere down the line this season. Miami? Yeah. We do. Oh shoot. That's. And I think it's at Miami too. So. Um, but my top three teams, yeah, Miami number one, uh, 49ers number two, and who else is doing good so far? Uh, I know Eagles, but I know Eagles are 3-0. and They're the only 3-0. and Yeah, there's a few 3-0 teams. How many? I think the, the Niners. Yeah, Niners. Dolphins and Eagles, I think. Are the oh, just those three? Yeah. Bengals have been doing, yeah, so I guess those three are the best, mm. the top three teams. Uh, let's go to Chargers and Vikings. Vikings lose to the Chargers 28-3. That was the game we talked earlier. Justin Herbert had 400 yards, three touchdowns. Wow. Keenan Allen, 18 catches, 25, uh, 215 yards. Crazy game. A lot of a lot of controversial stuff happened, a lot of a lot of uh, coaching. But we talked about this already. Do you want to continue on this? Yeah, I mean, they're you know they're a divisional opponent. We play. We Rams play them play next them week. Next week. Yeah. Um, I saw the game, especially because it was uh, one of those morning games. Yeah. And man, at the end, the, you know, they went for it on their own fourth. I, it was like fourth and one on their own twenty. In their own twenty, yep. And they they failed to convert and they scored on it, right? No, that's oh that's they the didn't ended. score. Yeah, they they. So much stuff happened that game. Yeah. I know even some uh, uh, Minnesota had some errors too in their part. I don't know. I don't know exactly. You probably know better. Um, a little bit. They they ended up turning it over on downs. Oh yeah, this pick. They yeah, threw a the pick, pick at the in the end in zone. The end zone yes, the I remember. And yeah, it was like 
and it was like man i felt like both teams were you know doing like stuff you know to like try and lose the game it was like dude it was crazy it was like for like a hot minute it looked like the chargers were gonna win then for a minute it looked like the the vikings were gonna win it was you know it was just crazy okay so a little off topic but i'm reading an article that was just posted september 29th 1 p.m eastern time so that's mm. that's literally our time right now so this is accurate raiders defensive end chandler jones is arrested in las vegas that i'm reading this i'm, I'm reading this right now um i'm gonna read a little bit uh the headline so raiders defensive uh defensive end chandler jones was arrested friday in las vegas according to online jails uh jail records Jones was listed in inmate Clark County Detention Center late uh, Friday morning. He allegedly violated domestic violence temporary protective order and was held 15,000 bail, according to jail records. Another drama, another case for the Raiders to deal with. Man, what, what's new? Man, you know, in that, <laughs> that whole thing's been going on for, you know, like a month now. But yeah. I will say, you know... I feel like you got to give the Raiders a little credit for sticking by Jones. You know, they haven't just cut him uh, straight away. They, you know, they sent a support team out to his house. Yeah. I remember, mm -hmm. you know, they're sticking by him. Um, I feel like they know, you know, he needs help and they're giving him, giving him help. So, yeah. you know, kudos for the Raiders for, you know, sticking by Jones. Yeah. And not just, you know, saying, you know, okay, we're going to cut you. Yeah. Or whatever. And, you know, man, it's just a, it's just a weird situation because, you know, he's, he's been posting a lot for, He's been posting on Instagram and Twitter a lot of, you know, a lot of weird stuff. And, you know, to me, you know, there's something going on behind the scenes that, you know, mm -hmm. us fans. We don't know media, about. Exactly. We don't know about. So, you know, I just hope, you know, everything's all right. Yeah. And if if it's something personal, I don't I don't know the story completely because I don't want to even I know a little bit, but I don't even want to say it because I just I just don't know at this point. Mm -hmm. But if there is some family issue or any type of issue, yeah, we of course we we, we wish the best for Chandler Jones. Like yeah. we don't want we don't want no harm, no no nothing done to any player because he's still he's still human at the end of the day. Yes, he's he's seen as this public figure. Um, uh, what were we just learning in class yesterday? Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, public figures and celebrities and and obviously he's still human. So. We wish the best for Chandler Jones, but it's crazy to see him, he's arrested, and it's just another thing that Raiders have to deal with. Um, looking next game, let's look at the Bills. Buffalo Bills destroyed the Washington Commanders 37-3. I had Buffalo Bills defense. They scored. They gave me 33 points. Oh, my God. When I tell you I popped I popped the guy for, like, 150 to 120, it was over. It was, it was, it was a great game. Um, any thoughts about this game, or is it just classic Buffalo def uh, game? It was, in the, was it in the rain? Uh, no, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't it was in the rain. Yeah, so just classic Buffalo, yeah. honestly. Like, they just elite. They beat us, too, week yeah. before. I remember, you know, people were talking. There was a narrative being thrown around that, you know, Josh Allen, you know, was turnover machine. couldn't play football. He was yeah. bad. Yeah. And, you know, next week against the Raiders, you know, drops 38 points. And, you know, this week, you know, plays another great game. So, yep. I think Buffalo is still going to be the team they've they've been for the last, you know, three years. You mm. know, being right up there in the playoff conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Josh Allen, 218 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, the story for him has been he's always been a turnover machine. Mm -hmm. And you want to know something funny? Against the Raiders, guess what? I think he has a turnover in every game except the Raiders. Of course, bro. And there was all, there was about to be a pick. I think someone was going to pick the ball. Mm -hmm. I remember, yeah. Uh, and then we got, we got flagged for it, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. It's like if you're, if you're coming off a bad game, man, you better hope you're playing the Raiders, man. Yep. So. Yeah, so next game, we got Patriots versus Jets. 
talked a little bit about them. Uh, uh, New England Patriots beat the New York Jets 15 to 10, and it's just sad seeing what they're going through because they were all in the season. Mm-hmm. Jets, New York Jets, with getting Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, having to deal with all that drama. Remember, Jets players were actively trying to recruit Aaron Rodgers on Twitter saying, Aaron, I'll, I'll stop wearing the cheesehead hat. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, who was that? Sauce Gardner. Sauce yeah. uh, uh, what's his name? Wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it would be it would be great to play with him. Like they did the right they did the right thing in prom- uh, trying to recruit him, and it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked out in their favor. But for him to just uh, go down in four snaps, yeah. I feel I'm an Aaron Rodgers. He's from Cal. Mm-hmm. I root for my guy, my my Bay Area guys. Like if you're from the Bay Area, Najee Harris. Uh, who else? Tom Brady. Like, like I, I, I rock with my Bay Area guys. And bro, it's just Aaron Rodgers, man. I'm sad. Yeah, man. They were my pick to to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Before the season started. Yeah. That that's I shoot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been mind. I wouldn't mind seeing them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. I felt like they had all the pieces to do. Especially, you know, they have the they have that elite defense, and you saw it in the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. They went out there and they held you know Josh Allen and the Bills to I think like 16 points. Mm-hmm. And, you know, man, it's just like now they have Zach Wilson out there and it's just going to be like the same thing as last season, I feel like. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like the defense is always going to play good. But at the same time, you know, that offense is just it's missing that, you know, like that. one piece and they got it. But it it's 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 cruel, man, because like Aaron Rodgers might have just played his last down in football. Yeah. And he's older. He's on the older end, like uh, uh, Achilles. He yeah. tore his Achilles. I seen the video and I seen it pop. And bro, yeah. that thing that is I oh, man, he he he's he posted something the day later sh- saying, oh, I appreciate all the love. And at the dawn at dawn, it, it brights the brightest or something. Some some inspirational quote that made me think, yeah, this guy's Batman. He's going to come back. <laughs> Hopefully he does because he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's turning 40. Next time, I feel like if he does play next season, he'll be 40 or 39. Yeah. So, I mean, we saw Brady do it when he was like, you know, 45, yeah. 46. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers too, you know, he's, you know, he's got that fire in him. I feel like he oh, knows man. like, oh, I can win a Super Bowl here. I know I can. But now, now that I'm thinking about it, imagine the story. Yes, yes, he is older, and it's it's hard to imagine someone at his age come back from a from a Achilles tear and just play at a high level. Mm-hmm. But bro, imagine the story. Imagine Aaron Rodgers coming back from ACL uh, Achilles tear and wins a Super Bowl, takes the Jets team that was that went. Let's imagine they're one and two right now. Jets are one and two. Imagine they go a 500 team. Let's eight and eight or eight and seven, whatever. They. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, pulls his team out of a 500 and goes to the Super Bowl. Not only was it, that will be the craziest Cinderella story for him to ever like to have, and that will kind of solidify him as one of the greats. Because, mm-hmm. but that's like, but it's hard too at the end of the day because you know Tom Brady never went through an injury late in his career, yeah. so it would be a great story, and I, I would love to I would love to witness it and live through it all. But you got to be realistic. Um, look at, let's look at the next game. Texans, uh, beat the Jaguars, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars 37-17. This featured CJ Stroud in his first ever win in the D'Amico Ryan era. Uh, CJ Stroud has been pretty, he's been throwing the ball recently. He's been he had, great. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. what, top five in receiving, or passing? He had 280 yards, two touchdowns. ETN Jr., running back for Jaguars, had a good game. His brother's elite, too, in Florida. Um, he had 19 carries, 88 yards. Anything from this game? Any thoughts about this? Uh, just both teams in general? 
I feel like the Texans, you know, they have they got a good foundation from what they're trying to build. Yeah. They, you know, they got into Miko Ryans. They got in a new GM, I think. You know, they, yeah. I think by getting to Miko Ryans, you're saying, okay, we're going to try to be, you know, something like the Jets. You know, we're going to try to have, you know, a great defense. Mm-hmm. And they, they use a second pick on CJ Stroud, and he looks like, he looks like he can play. And I feel he like does. that's the most important thing, you know, like not missing on, on that position. Yeah. When you're just starting your rebuild, like you're not going to get a, a, a top two, top three, or one of the, you know, like the premier picks in the draft, yeah. you know, w- after this year, you know, you plan to be good. Mm-hmm. So it, it looks good that, you know, they seem to have gotten their guy. And now know, that, yeah, sorry. No, nah, I was kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. But now, I feel like now the next step, even for the Jacksonville Jaguars, they they went through a similar thing with mm-hmm. Travis uh, getting Travis Kel- uh, Trevor Lawrence, having him for a year. He's in, he had that horrible year, mm-hmm. um, what like one in sixteen or something, a horrible year. Yeah. And the next thing they did was get pieces around him, mm-hmm. uh, get him a tr- get them uh, get a running back Travis Enian Jr. Get him a guy like uh, Kurt, uh, Christian Kurt. Who's their wide receiver? Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Uh, who else? They picked up some good, you know, just just building pieces around them. Because now CJ Stroud, if you look at CJ Stroud, I'm looking at the, the best guy I can name is Robert Robert Woods, uh, former wide receiver from Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles Rams. After that, I don't know nobody else. Don Snotes. I feel like I I think a dude called Tank Dell. Oh, Tank Dell. He had five receptions, 145. But like, he's a rookie. Who he's is a he? rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if he turns out to he's be, he's looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he turns out to be his number one, that's great. Um, Devin Singletary, I don't think he's gonna cut it for you at running back. Damian Price, uh, Pierce, he's been he's, good. He's good. He's good. I actually, he's not. He's not. He had 14 uh, carries, 130. Maybe the offensive line's bad. I don't know too much Texans. Yeah, me neither. But now you, you see Cedar Stroud. You see him put up numbers. Get him weapons. Get him protected. Mm. It's simple like that. Um, uh, let's look at the next game over. After that, we have Colts. Versus the Ravens, Colts beat the Ravens twenty-two to nineteen. I watched the end of this game, and it was a back and forth. Man, was it back? What happened with two minutes, five minutes, four minutes left in the fourth quarter? Lamar Jackson brings them downfield, scores, and then um, what happened? Guess what? Kicker misses a game-winning field goal. Justin Tucker from like forty, from fifty something misses it. He misses the game winner, and you know how you know how legendary his leg is. Yeah. Overall, they're both two and one. Are they threats in the AFC? I don't feel like right now the Colts are. Um, maybe when Anthony Anthony Richardson comes back, who? Oh yeah, he was injured. Garner Minshew played. Yeah, he was talking about Anthony Richardson. He was my favorite prospect coming out of the draft. I felt like. Would you have seen him as a Raider in a Raider jersey? I wanted him so bad in in a Raiders jersey. I, I would have been fine with that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've seen how how he started his career. He looks electric. Yeah. And and this guy is like, you know, man, he has no, he doesn't have anything around him, and he's kind of just, you know, he's rushing the ball well. He can throw the ball. He's got a cannon of an arm. Mm-hmm. And man, I just wanted. I hoped he slid to us, or I hope we. What was he up picked him. up at four? At four by the Colts. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> that was he's a yeah. I he, they have Michael Pittman. He had nine catches for seventy seven, but. Yeah, he doesn't have no, – in terms of, like – yeah, so, like, the running back, Jonathan Taylor, he had – before uh, before Josh Jacobs was the leading rusher, it was him. He was a uh, – he was 2021, uh, rushing king, 
and that's a that's a weapon where a running a rookie quarterback would love to keep. Like like that's your bailout. Yeah. I can't throw the ball. Nothing's happening. Here you go. Go go get me ten yards. Go give me five yards. And we'll give it to you for three day, for three down straight until something opens up in the passing offense. You know. Mm. So. Yeah, for I don't know his. I don't, do you know his scenario at all? Is he uh, suspended or? I'm pretty sure he got placed on IR at the very start of the season, so that makes you ineligible for like four weeks at least. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure he's just he. I think he's just hurt. Is he hurt or is he trying to get out of there? Because I know there was there I, was. I think he it's requested a little bit of both. It's a little bit of yeah. both. Yeah, man. It's just it's hard. You don't know all these running back situations and like what they want and a lot of stories to talk about. Talk about, but. Baltimore losing to Colts 22-19. to 19. Um, Let's see what else we have after that. We have we have the Seahawks beating the Panthers 37-27. Uh, so we that featured the no number overall, first overall pick. Andy Dalton, Red Riot, started in his place. <laughs> he had 360, uh, 361 yards, two touchdowns. Kenneth Walker, 18 carries, 97. Uh, any thoughts of the game? I just feel like... The Seahawks got a good. They're looking like a good team. Yeah, Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. I feel like they won't. They won't pip San Francisco to the division title, but they'll be back in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, they definitely have the weapons around them in terms of like, DK Metcalf, six catches, 100. I had DK on fantasy too. Um, great guy, great, uh, great wide receiver, big, strong guy, physical, red zone threat. Kenneth Walker, running back number nine. He's he's elite. He's looking great. He's yeah. Tyler Lockett, a veteran wide receiver for them. I remember I remember when he got drafted and he was a rookie and you remember Doug Baldwin? Yeah. He was like his mentor and like and there was another wide receiver uh Curse. Jaron Curse. Jaron Curse. Yeah, uh some Curse. I don't know, number 15. Oh, Jermaine Curse. Jermaine Curse. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Um I remember that wide receiver core and how elite it was and then seeing these new seeing these guys come and get drafted slowly it's, it's cool it's cool seeing the transition of wide receiver and then they get they pick up jackson smith enigma from ohio state mm-hmm. great pickup uh but he didn't do too good geno smith i did not see him to be a starting quarterback in this league he was bounced around like <laughs> like some <laughs> i don't want to say but <laughs> who, who <laughs> how did he how did this happen how did he turn out to be in this situation geno smith like remember he was back up like he was yeah and then it's out of nowhere, they called him up from practice squad because w- what happened, injuries. It was like an injury to Russell Wilson in, in his last season. Yeah, and then um, he got a few starts, but he it didn't really look like he would, you know, be the player that he is today. Yeah, it didn't. Nah. And I remember, you know, it was Monday Night Football, first game of the season, Broncos against Seahawks mm-hmm. at at Seattle. And everyone was, at that time, you know, Denver was, you know, seen as, you know, one of the best teams in the league because it just got Russell Wilson. Right. But And then Geno Smith, you know, he goes out there, plays a great game. Oh, I remember that battle. It was last year. Last, last year, yeah. I remember. And then that's where it kind of started. You know, he, he he did that interview where he said, like, they wrote me we off all. behind right back, though. That yeah. was it. That was it. That was a turning point in his career. Yeah, it was. It really was. Monday Night Special, that was a perfect call. You, that was. I remember that perfectly. How I literally was saying that in the group chat because after that game, it was all over Instagram and how like you because because you never want to see like Geno Smith backup he was he was on the Jets he, he what other he garbage was just bouncing were, around from team to team yeah and you see him do good with the Seahawks and then Seahawks give him a shot and then they give him a full season hey man you what did Tom Brady said um if coach if the coaching staff or the GM gives you two snaps make it the best two snaps of your damn life 
and he got when he got, so basically you're trying to say that whenever you get the opportunity whenever you get that mm-hmm. chance you got to live it up because you never you never know where you get the opportunity again and geno smith definitely lived it up so i respect geno smith and he's a black quarterback you gotta they you feel me a lot more black quarterbacks now but he got paid too so yeah he did he definitely did um chiefs versus bears okay so let me tell you about this so kansas city chiefs beat the chicago bears 41 to 10 and let's not even talk about the game the <laughs> the game was actually irrelevant the moment they showed taylor swift on camera yeah as soon as they had travis kelsey as a first shot transition shot into taylor swift right next to his mom the game was about taylor swift it, it was. wasn't even it was more or less it was more or less about travis kelsey getting a touchdown in presence of taylor swift mm. and boy did they play they did they they needed to do that 41 to 10 um, two and one. Bears are zero and three. Patrick Mahomes, classic game. Two twenty. Uh, two th- uh, seventy-two, three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, I have him on fantasy too. Seven catches, seventy sixty-nine yards. I'm scared, but at the same, t- at the same, t- we're gonna face these guys twice later in this road. But yeah, these are the guys. These are the NFL champions. These are the Best. reigning champions. Yeah, you know, I, like I said, man, the like how we're talking about like top three teams in the NFL. Yeah. You know? The Dolphins, the Eagles, you know, they're all nice, man. But at the end of the day, you know, the best team in football. Yeah. You know, over the last year. Yeah, we didn't even mention their name, it, huh? The Chiefs. Yeah. It's the Chiefs. But we're both Raider fans. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we hate them. But, you know, <sighs> you them. already know. They're good. They're good. They're good. They they, they definitely deserve uh, their credits, especially because, you know, you lose a guy like Tyree Kill and still win it. Exactly. The that, the season after you yeah, get rid of him. Like that just, it, with Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. That's your replacement, and you win it. Now he has a ring, and he's with Detroit, uh, New England. But let's look at this. Uh, uh, we got 30 more minutes. You're listening to We Got Next Except the Racial, where we talk all sports of all kind. I'm your host, AJ, here with Jason. We're just talking about some football, previous week three. Uh, 30 minutes left in the show. Um, about to wrap it up soon. Stay tuned. Uh, next game. Okay, Cowboys. Arizona Cardinals versus Dallas Cowboys. And, man has let me tell you something i feel like the noise for the dallas cowboys has been a lot louder than usual i i know they 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 smoked uh new york giants on sunday night 40-0 what was it yeah it was 40-0 40-0 yes they seem like they're they have a good offense but it is the new york giants yeah they go up against uh next week who did they uh last week who did they go the up jets. against the jets Jets does not have do not have their quarterback. So do you really count? Uh, the, the morale of the team is kind of down. Like I as me as a player on the Jets, I wouldn't like bro. I really believe True Hall. I'm gonna win a championship with Aaron Rodgers. Now he's gone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Now you go up against Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals that doesn't have their starting or uh, Kyler Murray. He's not. He's gone. Or I don't know what's up. But he's injured. Um, who's their quarterback that doesn't have a jersey yet? Number nine, uh, Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> Joshua Dobbs, who came from Steelers. Uh, drafted by the Steelers, and and played the played out. You know what? Let's see. I don't know exact stats, but yeah, Joshua Dobbs. Uh, Dobbs, seventeen completions, twenty one attempts, 189, one touchdown. Overall, Dallas Cowboys stunk in this game. I'm happy to see them lose. What do you think about the game, man? Before coming into this game, I was telling you know all my friends that the Cowboys were the best team in the league. I what you really, really believe thought, that? I believe that. Oh man, I really believe that. And then this game happened, and then man, you know, shut me right back up. Yeah. But um, the Cardinals too, they look like they have, you know, they have something there. It's great that they get that win against, you know, a good team in Dallas. Mm-hmm. 
and I think they have two first round picks um, next year, I think, and they should both be, you know, like premier picks too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they look like they're in a good spot. You know, they got Jonathan Gannon as their head coach. Yeah, um, they look like they can, you know, really build something, even if they decide to move on from Kyler Murray or not. So, yeah, my my th- now my question is, I'll I'll, I'll ask the question. Mm. And then answer it quick, and then you'll answer it. But was this a Dallas Cowboys wetting the bed moment or Arizona Cardinals beating all expectations? I feel like it was the Arizona Cardinals just playing better football. Better football. Because mm. okay. it wasn't like, what was the score, 16-28? 16-28, yeah. So that's two possessions. They beat them by two possessions. Yep. And I don't think they got lucky. They ran the football real well. Um, yeah. And they beat him. They beat him with Josh with Joshua Dobbs. They James beat Garner, yep. And I feel like one thing that really messed with the Cowboys was losing Trayvon Diggs for the season. Oh my god. So yeah, was it the first game or during practice after it was the during first practice. Yeah, during practice after the first week of football. Trevon Diggs, uh what, their number one cornerback yeah, in his one. third year, um, tears his ACL. Sat that's another player that earlier we mentioned how a lot of players, Nick Chubb, uh Mike Williams, Aaron Rodgers, he was he's one of the players that hurt. So sorry to feel bad for him and just you know, he has a great team, great mm-hmm. great season. He's a great player. Great player. He makes mm-hmm. plays. He's a cornerback that risks it all. Like like a player that yeah, he might give up big plays, but he can make a big play. Mm-hmm. He's not conservative and sit back and let you catch the ball and you all he's just a guy that just lets you in front but doesn't let anything behind. He he makes plays for a team and I w- man, if he was on the Raiders, dude, I love him. <laughs> man, I, I feel like I could, I could be a GM for the Raiders and just start recruiting all these players and just make a whole new team. But hey, you never know. You uh, know, he's on his last year of uh, of his contract. Yeah, but who, but where does where does his like who is he like who did he grow up rooting for? Like I don't know his like his fa- like upbringing. Like I know his brothers with the Bills. Did he join the Bills? Uh, they were from. I'm pretty sure they were from Maryland. Maryland. Oh, so so it's East. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what team he would he would be leaning towards or who needs a quarterback. But you know, it's different because N- NBA people go toward the attraction and where like, um, like family lies or like close to home. NFL is like where who's competing. Yeah. Like who's competing? That's where you want to go to. So, uh, who else? Other games? Is there any other games? Oh, we had the two Monday night specials. Uh, Eagles versus Buccaneers. Jalen Hurts killed them. DeAndre Swift's uh, 16 carries, 130. Uh, and then the LA Rams uh, versus Bengals game, 19 to 16. Bengals win that game. Do you care about those two games at all? No, nah, I didn't really watch. <laughs> yeah, it was it was on Monday night, and usually we're <laughs> we're writing essays and stuff. We're yeah. still students. So um, Eagles three and zero. Buccaneers with Baker Mayfield, they're two and one. Interesting to see them post Tom Brady mm. you know because they still have Mike Williams or Mike Evans um they still have who else Chris Godwin Rashad White I know this team isn't you know isn't gonna make it far I don't think they're gonna push for playoffs but to see Baker Mayfield do good is cool because he was drafted by Browns and I out of coming out of Oklahoma Heisman winner mm. I actually did want him to I wanted to see him win but now that he has a, a better shot better situation it's cool to see that uh, Bengals. Did you see what happened with um, Joe Burrow and his in, his calf injury and how he still played it out? I heard something about that, and I just feel like, man, you know, he shouldn't have been out there playing. Yeah, he sh- he shouldn't have been out there playing. Guess what? He he completed twenty six passes and attempted forty nine of them. <laughs> 
on a on a injured on a messed up calf, and guess what? No touchdowns, one pick. You can tell. I I feel like. I definitely feel like a calf was definitely, but a calf injury should affect you, right? If a calf injury affects you, you shouldn't be throwing the ball. He yeah. threw it forty nine times, and get how many rushes? How many rushing attempts? The team as a whole rushed the ball twenty three times. Ah. You know, the Bengals always had an offensive line issue. You know, Bengals went to Super Bowl that one year, had a great year. But they still had holes, and that it was exposed in that Super Bowl and ex- definitely exposed last season playing against Chiefs. Def- they, 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 they're a work-in-progress team, but upcoming team that I enjoy to watch because of Joe Burrow and LSU and how he – and Jamar Chase and the gritty movement. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, so great team overall. Great, great season. So looking into next week. Uh, we have Chargers. We got Chargers. Uh, who else do we have? What other game? What other team do you like to do? You like to watch, and then we'll talk about it real quick. Uh, before like the um. Yeah, we have thirty more minutes. So yeah, what team do you like to go for? Or I really like, like Lions. Lions. Really like Lions. Who are the Lions playing again? Oh, they already played Thursday. <laughs> they played yesterday. Um, let's see any elite games. So I know Chargers, Raiders, Panthers. Uh, I think there's a good Sunday. I don't know if it's Sunday night, but it's Miami versus Buffalo. Miami. Is that Miami versus? Oh, yeah. 10 a.m. game. CBS. Game. Uh, battle of a 3-0 and team versus a 2-1 and team. Yeah, Miami versus Bills. Bills was able to stop Washington defense for only three points. <laughs> and then Miami scored 70. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at a high-powered offense, high-powered defense. Both actually just two elite teams. Mm-hmm. Who who do you have winning that game? This is really a coin flip because the Bills are playing at home. You know how how hard it is to get a win there when you know their fans are, you know, just just into it, man. It's yeah. a divisional opponent, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, the Dolphins just came from scoring seventy points, looking oh. like a great team. I think. I think I have the Bills in this one. Bills? Mm-hmm. Score. <laughs> <laughs> the score is always everything, hard. Everything points to, to you know, a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> man. Man, man, man. I feel like it'll be something like 24-27. I think this has – yeah, Bills have a good defense, but they also have a good off, a really good offense. And I feel like this could be uh, – Another instance of remember that Kansas City Chiefs game on Monday night versus Los Angeles Rams versus uh, Jared Goff, how they both scored fifty. Yeah, like a hundred points. Yeah, hundred, hundred and five or f- whatever points, a ridiculous amount. This could be a version of that. Could be. That's how. That's how high powered like the Miami speed. Tyreek. I don't know if Jalen Waddle's playing, but that's another speedy player. Uh, they just discovered uh, I- Hn. He's. Uh, mm. I picked him up in fantasy just after that game. <laughs> so. Yeah, this this is a good game, and it's a morning game. I'm gonna definitely tune into this because you want to see you want to see the Miami offense. You want to see how they go about things because they've been doing it the right way. They're three and zero. They last year they were three and zero too. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Broncos play against the Bears. Nah. That's gonna be a horrible game. Yeah, but I always <laughs> I always say the divisional games as a Raider fan because I need to know who they play against so that I know that they need to lose. Like. Bears, Bears need to win that game. We want Bears to win, even mm-hmm. though they're three and zero. I just division. <laughs> um, who else do we have? Do you do you follow basketball at all? Mm, no, 
not really. Nah? Okay, yeah, just just didn't know. Um Do you follow like combat sports at all? Like um like boxing or like UFC? UFC I do I follow I I watch it here and there. I don't like I'm not like in depth like I am with football, mm. but in terms of like oh, there's a big fight. Oh yeah, like and oh, who was the last? Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Adesanya. Adesanya. Yeah, he, didn't he have a fight recently? Yeah, he lost. And he lost on Strickland. Yeah, it's a str- Yeah, see, like I'll I've watched I watched that. I don't really like. I don't know names, but I just know that mm. who wins and like who loses. Not too much, but. Yeah. Um, forty nine versus Cardinals. Do we see an upset here? Yeah. Cardinals just beat Cowboys. <laughs> it's at the Forty Niners. Uh, no yeah. way. I don't yeah. think so. Forty no, Niners. Look like they're on a mission this year. I'm not gonna lie. The way they play, the way they're everything is built. They don't. They didn't even have Brandon Ayuk, and they look like they're trying to win a championship. If if the 49ers, can you agree with me right now? If the 49ers don't win this year, this it's an all or nothing year for the 49ers right now. I think. Cause think that about it, it is. Yeah, it's an all or nothing year because look at all the players that they have. They have seven or eight players that are top five paid in their position. You have a quarterback that is getting paid nine hundred thousand, and if he plays good, and he's been playing decent, mm. if he plays better and gets improves, and he improves, he's gonna he's gonna want a contract too. You gotta, pay, I know you gotta pay um, a lot of players. I don't know exact like contracts and money amounts, but that's gonna be an issue for the 49ers in the future. But and if they don't get a win now, that could definitely like Brandon Ayuk. He's due for a contract extension, and if he gets a good, he had a good, great, a great start to the season. The first game, um, he's gonna want money, so that's definitely a story to keep up with the with the 49ers and seeing how they manage all these players. Because a lot of talent, not enough money. You are listening to We Got Next SF, the radio show where we talk all sports of all kind. I'm your host AJ here with my special guest Jason. Uh, we just got an in-depth analysis of the NFL. We just before that we did a in-depth analysis of the Raiders next to NFL, and we're at the closing end of our show. About twenty-five more minutes. We'll see what else. I have some questions for you, um, but yeah, shows shows are live every week on Fridays from nine thirty a.m. to eleven thirty a.m. Shows will be recorded and uploaded on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check out all of our Instagrams for updates on that. Last week was Cam and Boye's episode. So and that's already been uploaded. So check out all that. This week, I'll te- I'll try to get this episode uploaded early. So stay tuned. Jets versus Chiefs. Jets versus Chiefs. Yeah. And if Aaron Rodgers is playing, I think completely different ball game. But yeah. It's gotta be the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna do some early, very early predictions. So that means who do you think who is playing at an MVP le- level? This to to the start of the season. Who 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 would you count MVP so far? Through three weeks, I think it has to be Tua. Tua. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why Tua? Undefeated with the Dolphins, just led his team to seventy points. I think he has something like. I think right now it has to be Tua. Yeah, he has. So reading off his stats, a thousand yards within th- <laughs> three games, a thousand yards, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. Eight touchdowns, two interceptions, and. I feel like another guy. It's definitely not going to win it, but but you have to say his name. Yeah, is T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt has six sacks through three games. Something like he has a fumble recovery, an interception, forced uh-huh. fumble, 
dude. He so you would have him as like a MVP or defensive player of the year. I think. I feel like when's the, has there ever been a defensive player crowned MVP? I think only Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor, and yeah, that was back in like the eighties. Yeah, yeah, when he had like the legendary sack season, like he had a he let franchise or a league record, something like that. But I feel like what with an extra game, he's gonna break it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you know, defensive players is like you can't win the MVP if you're a defensive player. Mm-hmm. It's like a quarterback award, so he's not gonna win it. I feel like he will break the sack record. He will be the defensive player of the year. But man, he one hundred percent should be looked at for for MVP. Yeah. So yeah, he has six sacks in the first three games. Mm-hmm. That's already two sacks per game, on pace to what? If you hit two sacks, that's like that's like thirty something sacks. Yeah. Isn't that the record? Isn't the record like twenty something? Yeah, I think he tied the record um, oh, a couple t- seasons ago. Wow. So, TJ Watt, could he could he bring that impact to the cheat uh, to the Steelers? And but. I feel like he does because they their D line is so good too. They are, but I just when I look at a defense like that, okay, yeah, you could give him defensive player of the year, but oh, but you know what the thing is with the with the NFL. Okay, so let me tell you, let me explain something with the NBA. So mm-hmm. a lot of things go into consideration when selecting the MVP, defensive player of the year. You got to have wins. You got to have a top three record. You got to have uh, voting uh, popularity. It's a lot of things that ver- that go into it. But with the NFL, I don't think it, it, it goes like that. It's more or less stats and who's the best of the best, and it's clear. So if this if the Pittsburgh Steelers do bad, he could still probably win a MVP. Well, MV, yeah, at that yeah. point, if they do, if he does bad, he's not getting MVP. If he yeah. like winning record, maybe two losses on the year, um, goes to the Super Bowl, yeah, he, that's that's viable for a uh, for MVP. But for my MVP for the season so far. Man, you know, Christian McCaffrey's been doing good, but Tua's been elite. A lot of lot of greats. Um a lot of great prospects, but Yeah, I don't wanna you can't say Patrick Mahomes because he's more of a mid season type of guy. He 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 doesn't have a great start, but Tua has been playing the best. How about Eagles? How about Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts, I mean he's winning. He's I think winning. La- last season was Last season was his best chance. I feel like who won it last season? Aaron just Mahomes. Oh, Mahomes got it. Yeah, yeah. wow. Mahomes had a complete season. Correct. Yeah, and I think for the NFL, kind of like you were talking about how in the NBA it's like kind of different. I think in the NFL, mm-hmm. I think it's just a quarterback award. Oh yeah, that's that's the thing. Especially yeah. Now, like I don't think you can give it to a wide receiver, like a wide receiver or mm-hmm. running back. Or did Jerry Rice? Was he close to it? Wait. He might have won MVP, Jerry Rice. I don't think the uh, receivers ever won won the MVP. Really? Yeah, and I think just mainly quarterbacks and quarterbacks and um, wide receiver, no, not wide receivers, running backs. Um. Yeah. Wow. No wide receiver has ever won an NFL's MVP, and a guy like Jerry Rice, a legend, yeah. he's he, he hasn't even probably I don't know what awards he won, but. Yeah, it definitely is a quarterback's league. The last before Patrick Mahomes was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers twice, and then Lamar. Lamar, um, you got Matt Ryan, Tom Brady. Matt Ryan won. Oh yeah, Tom Brady. Yup, yup, yup. I think the last, the last non-quarterback to win the award was Adrian Peterson. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah it was it 08? I 
Whenever he had that crazy, yeah, season. he had a he had. Oh yeah, I Come remember season, Adrian Peterson with the Vikings. Yeah, definitely my MVP. Yeah, I guess it has Tua, but I don't know. It's hard. I I would love to say. Well, I need to see more. I need to see more. I would. I would. I need. I from Tua. Yeah, because he has a lot of help. You can't. You mm. can't say it's not bad to have help, but. Hey, but he's winning too. He's winning too. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. I'm thinking. I'm looking at Christian McCaffrey. The impact he has. He, he's able to do do it all in all three levels. He he. Last year, scoring, passing, and receiving. Um, in the last game, he had 18 18 carries for 85 yards. We talked about this a little last week of the 49ers win. Mm. Um, five catches, 34 yards, one touchdown. He had another elite game in the first mm. first two. Well, he had an elite game in the uh, early in the season. But I think Christian McCaffrey would be my early MVP. I don't. Well, he's my early MVP because just the impact he has for the 49ers and how they're winning already. And without yeah. him, the offense is completely different. Without Christian McCaffrey doing it all, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's agree. my MVP. I kind of agree where yeah. it's either, you know, two or McCaffrey right now. Yeah. Because I don't think any other quarterback is as important. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking at. Yeah. He's so important to his team. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you look at his stat line, bro, and it's like he has like 100 – at least a hundred, uh, like a hundred purpose, all-purpose yards yeah. every single yep. game, and like he's running the ball, he's catching the ball. Sometimes, man, sometimes he even throws the ball too. Yeah, like he is doing everything for that team. And in terms of being like the most valuable player on your team, I don't. I'm by definition, literally yeah, by definition, <laughs> it's McCaffrey and Tua. Yeah. And if anybody is close to getting it next, it has to be Jalen Hurts. He hasn't had a great start. Like, if it's a quarterback, yeah. like if I had to pick a quarterback, it has to be Jalen. He's going to not not either Jalen or Josh Allen. Those are the two other yeah. quarterbacks that could have, like, really good regular seasons in the middle like and then turn up. But, yeah, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, two quarterbacks that could be on the radar for that. Um, defensive player of the year, you would it be J, uh, TJ Watt? Watt? Yeah. Yeah, I, I say that. You know, another guy I really, really noticed. I'm a Raider fan. I know I'm a Raider fan, but but linebacker for 49ers. What's his name? Warner. Fred Warner. The way he plays the run, the way he plays zone, the way he 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 has a high IQ. Mm-hmm. He knows how to. He knows where to be placed. He knows where the ball is. He 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 has vision. He's been playing like a linebacker. He ha- the green dot fits him well. That linebacking core in general reminds me of a little bit of Patrick Willis and um, uh, what's his name? Navarro Bowman, mm-hmm. uh, with Greenlaw and uh, F- Fred Warner. Great linebacking core. Uh, defensive player of the year. If he has more highlights and more game breaking plays that can show up on TV, because that's what it mostly is. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like if you can, TJ Watt gets three sacks in a game that's gonna that's gonna hit headlines yeah. if 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 fred warner i know he's gonna get the, the the 12 tackles that he always gets i know he's gonna be able to stop the run I, he might get a pick here and there get get some sacks here and there if he can get just to get more highlight plays i think he could be a very t- he could be a high candidate for for defensive player of the year i know it's not on a lot of people's radar but he has been playing good and i and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because <laughs> raiders linebacking core is nothing right now yeah i feel like we've never had a linebacker and that's been a little bit off topic, yeah. But all my life, every draft class, every year, I always tell myself, I always tell my brothers, Raiders need to draft a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Raiders need to draft a true inside linebacker. Draft the best linebacker in the class so that we can develop him and grow, and just 
and just have somebody that can secure, that can guard tight ends, that can stop the run and play zone. Because every time we have a linebacker, Perrion, he was great he was at great. stopping the run. Great at stopping the run, but could not cover for nothing. Mm-hmm. He, every time it was that like he was lined up against a tight end, he was getting beat up the seams. It was every time. Uh, Devon Diablo, he is great in coverage, but his IQ isn't there. I don't know. He, he could develop. Over, I, I do have high hopes for him. He's tall, big, uh, big linebacker. But uh, it's just not there yet. I don't know whether uh, – who remember um, number 50, Morrow? Nicholas Morrow? Nicholas Morrow, yeah. He was a great linebacker, but injuries and it's just very bad in zone. Who else? We had so many other linebackers over the years that I just be like, that I just don't cut it. Mal- we had Malcolm Smith at one point. Remember that? Yeah, I did. Malcolm Smith was a former um, Seahawk uh, uh, NFL Bruce MVP. Irving. We uh-huh. had Bruce Irving, too. Yeah, Bruce Irving on, on the edge, 51. I remember him uh, at the same time. A lot of linebackers over the years. We, if if they're good linebackers, they're more towards the older side. Mm-hmm. And if they're new, if they're new linebackers, they're they're just rookies or newer. It's just horrible. So mm-hmm. linebacking has been an issue for the Raiders, and it's always been an issue. Um, yeah, that's just a little off-topic rant that I have <laughs> to say. But you know, um, defensive play of the year for me. Yeah, uh, Fred Warner. Who else? What other awards do we have? Uh, the rookies of the year. Rookies of the year. Oh, who's having a good start to the season as a rookie? Bijan Robinson, running back at Atlanta. Bijan Robinson. Bijan, a guy that I've been looking at. That's always you know on on red zone and highlights. Yeah. Uh, Puka Nakua from Puka Nakua. Yeah. Yeah, dude from L.A. Rams. From the L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. Great player. Great um, player. what first he? I think he's like. I read a stat line. Um. In his first three games of the NFL season, he's like top five in most receptions. Yeah. yeah, so like eighty-eight, and he like he beat out some I don't know some good players too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the exact players, but I just seen that stat line. Crazy to see how LA is. I don't know they after losing Cooper Cup. I don't know. He's always hurt to me now. After he had that one elite year, triple crown mm-hmm. season, getting uh Super Bowl MVP. Uh, you know, they. I feel like after that, they they accomplished what they needed to do. They feel like uh, I feel like, and then they just kind of slept. Like you know, like yeah. they they got their ring. Matt Stafford after after nine years of playing with the Detroit Lions, being suffering with them, gets his ring with the LA Rams in his first year, and then two years later, they're just not even a contender. I think the, the Super Bowl hangover lasted that long for them. And yeah, but great coaching staff, Sean uh, Sean McVay. Yeah, great coach. Still a great coach. Great coach. Yeah. Uh, defensive rookie, defensive rookie. Oh, did that uh, breeze on his offense? Um, defensive rookie. Who has been impacting? I know we said Christian Gonzalez a little bit, but who is a top? Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Um, Man. who was a top pickup for defense? It was a lot of. It was an offensive class this year. It was like Devon Witherspoon. For I think he went to the Seahawks. Um, what is it, 2022 draft yeah. class? I mean, we have Tyree Wilson. Yeah, he's he ain't doing. Yeah, I don't know exact numbers. Oh, so Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley. Oh, that was a 2022 oh, draft. Yeah. Or 2023. Yeah. 23. Tyree Wilson. Brijan. Wait, Tyree was number seven. Uh, here we go. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, Will Anderson the third, fifty-one linebacker out of uh that would go that went to Texas, right? Or Texans. He's great. I wanted him to drop 
to for the Raiders to pick him up, but he went third overall yeah. to Houston. Houston got back to back picks. Imagine uh, Anthony Richardson, Devon Witherspoon. He went to see, is he playing? I'm not sure because they have a lot. They have a lot of good players in that secondary in Seattle. Yeah, they have um, uh, Tariq Woolen, Kobe Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Paris Johnson online for Tyree Wilson, Bridgeon, Jalen, Darrell Wright. Oh, Jamar Gibbs, running back from um, Gibbs. from uh, D- Detroit. Or what school he went to? Alabama. Northwestern. Oh no, he went to Alabama. Yeah. Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, uh, I picked him up in fantasy too. I thought he was going to have another, a breakout. Like, he might be like can, candidate, like a sleeper pick for mm-hmm. rookie of the year. So that's why I picked him up. Luke Van Ness, D line, Green Bay. Pat, is that Green Bay? Yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, not a lot of great defensive. Zay Flowers, wide receiver, offense. Zay Flowers is looking good. He's looking great. Um, Jordan Addison. Nolan Smith, linebacker. Outside linebacker for Philly. We could have picked him up. Um, but, yeah, you're listening to We Got Next SF, the radio show where we talk all sports of all kind. I'm your host, AJ, here with a special guest of mine. Oh, Jason. Yes, sir, Jason. Jason's in the building. We just got done talking about some football, analyzing Raiders, and then going in-depth on the Week 3 season. Now just giving our predictions on – early predictions on who could win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. We have about – nine minutes left in the show before i end the show or before we wrap things up i want to shout out some of the sf state sports because two years ago so two years ago let me give you some background because you know obviously you're new this show started two semesters ago fall 2022 with a group of students including myself it was me anthony sat that sat that was the guy for the audio so it was anthony and bryson you might know bryson he was a former uh, he played on the men's basketball team. Tall, seven footer. Um, yeah, he w- so we both, we all, all three of us was in the Becca three hundred five class, and we started the show together. Uh, Bryson came up with the name. I, I, I told him that it needed to be basketball related. He came up with we got next. Anthony came up with the logo, uh, and then I was just creating scripts and just you know trying to just you know go along with the show. So. Those that was the foundation, and one of the main things we did for every show was shout out some of the sports teams that are playing this weekend and mm-hmm. this week. So, men's soccer team uh, this week are facing against the number six Cal State LA in Los Angeles, four thirty p.m. Uh, so, if you're in the area, check it out or watch it. Uh, volleyball, women's volleyball, Cal are, is going up against Cal State Dominguez Hills in Carson, California, at five p.m. Uh, women's soccer is also playing a double. Uh, they're also playing the other night. Uh, after the men's, Cal State LA, uh, 7 p.m. So right after the men's game, check out the women's game. The next day after, on Saturday, September 30th, the women's volleyball team will go up against the 25th seed Cal State LA again in a double head, uh, back-to-back games in LA. So same, similar time, back-to-back days. So yeah, those are the two games. Happening for LA or for the SF Gators. Check it out. Shout out to SF Gators. Shout out to the two hosts that built the show. Had to mention them. Uh, always show love to them because without them, show wouldn't have. Would probably be called something different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Any more thoughts? Anything you have to say to get off your chest about the NFL in the last closing minutes? Mm. 
I don't know. I feel like the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think if we you know talk back to the Raiders, I yeah. really don't. I think as a fan right now, it's it's so difficult right now. It is to be a Raider fan. I don't know if you saw it was going. It was kind of like trending on social media where there was a Raider fan for he'd been a lifelong Raider fan, born in '83, Raider mm-hmm. fan for like thirty something years, right? And, you know, this week his story went viral where he said he's taking, he was no longer going to watch the Raiders, no longer going to root for the Raiders. Anymore. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. Yeah, bro. It, it, it went pretty viral. Uh-huh. And it was like, to him, it was just causing him too much like emotional stress. And, you know, we get too, <laughs> too invested in like, or he was getting too invested in his, in this team. And, you know, like, man, I feel, I just hope Mark Davis sees that. Yeah. I hope that he sees like. You know, this is, like, all of us, like, to a certain degree. Like, are we always going to, like, support the Raiders? You know, yeah, of course. Is it hard to watch them? Hell, yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, a reason why, you know, nobody's going to, you know, our home stadiums getting filled out with all these other all these other teams' jerseys is because, you know, I, you know, as a fan, you know, us as Bay Area fans mm-hmm. don't want to make that trip from here to Las Vegas, you know, just to watch our team lose. Oh, no. No. Yeah. And, like, we want to watch a team, you know— that'll make us feel good because right. you know like when when the raiders win bro you come into school work next day you know you're like you're in a good mood you're in a good mood man mm-hmm. and like you know when you're just losing all the time and you know you can't you can't even go watch your team you know ticket mm-hmm. prices are the highest in the league yeah and it's like for the average fan bro like we can't you know it'd be like a luxury just yeah. to go there just to enjoy you know our team you mm-hmm. know just it's, watch them play it yeah it sucks because you're right that the 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 business aspect of it did interfere a lot because who wouldn't want to go to Vegas to watch a football game but how many of the true fans can actually do that exactly you and, know and I feel like oh sorry to cut you no, off no no go ahead, continue but like I think the move to Vegas was you know financially you know it was great you yeah know, we were one of the poorest teams in the NFL in Oakland right we shared a a, a field with a baseball team exactly <laughs> and and that baseball stadium was. It was horrible. You know, horrible. I loved it, but it was horrible. Yeah. And, man, like, now we're, like, one of the top ten, you know, franchises in terms of, you know, like, in terms of, like, the money we put in. And that's because we moved to Vegas. And in a way, that's good because, you know, the brand of the Raiders has grown, definitely. Yeah. But at the same time, man, it's like, I feel like this team has no soul. Yeah. Like, it's gone. I agree with you. I agree with you. The soul has disappeared when it moved to Vegas, and it shifted from being a culture, and we're here to play football and win games to we're trying to make money out of these guys. We're trying to, like, just recently, news came out. Super Bowl is going to be hosted in what? Uh, In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, 2025. Mm -hmm. That's a business. Mark, you don't think the Raiders are getting money out of that? They're hosting. Las Vegas is going to be hosting one of the greatest events uh, uh, for a a regular season. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's really it's come it's it's definitely it's come down to money and it's it's great that you mentioned that because mm-hmm. it's important that we talk about the culture because there is none and w- it shows on the field mm-hmm. it shows yeah Raiders painful and I like how you said <laughs> it it does affect uh, Raiders a Raiders win does a Raiders loss and a Raiders win does affect our day mm-hmm. throughout the week because. Now we're hearing fans, we're hearing 49er fans saying, oh, we're 3-0, and oh, we're going to win, oh, we're going to go Super Bowl, all oh, this. And we're over here 1-2, and two, and like, yeah, it's the start of the season. Mm-hmm. We still have a chance. That's just what we always say. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's been like that for the last, you know, like 20 years. You know, we haven't had much to talk about, and especially because there's, there's Raiders fans all over the country. Yeah. You know, here we're at school in San Francisco, plenty of Raiders fans. 
Mm-hmm. And like, man, you know, when we lose on a Monday, man, I come to school. I just hear all my friends talk about, you know, like, man, you know, great win. And I'm just like, dude. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a great win. It's not exactly. a great day. It's not a great day, bro. Man. But, uh, yeah. That's kind of all I have to say. Yep. That has been We Got Next SF. Three more minutes left. We'll wrap it up right here. This is We Got Next SF, the radio show where we talk all sports of all kind. I had the pleasure of hosting Jason. Jason today, Jason hopped on the show. Appreciate you for hopping on um, and sharing your insight and knowledge on the on 49ers. Not 49ers, Raiders, <laughs> Raiders football. <laughs> and just in general, football in general. You can catch the show live every week on KSFS Radio on Fridays from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Shows will be recorded and uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so check out our Instagram for updates on that. Uh, Football, that seems to be the end of it. We got next. Catch you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Yeah.